Greetings and salutations and welcome to Recasted, the podcast that is the number one show, at least in the ranking of podcasts that we've made. Yeah. Yeah. It is that time of the year when you can eat all the candy you want, dress up in outlandish costumes, and no longer feel terrible if you didn't leave the house all day because it's getting cold and wet outside. Yep. Yes. The October season is upon us again, and this month means some horror-related theme... (laughs) And continuing on our going trend of picking individuals whose work we recasted, we went for our writer this time. Yay. Yeah. So join us as we spend the month recasting movies based off of Richard Bachman's work. (laughs) Just him. Just Richard Bachman. Um, And to start us off jogging in the right direction is the mighty Howling Hassa and Crackling Chris. Um, We're going to stock a better version of today's film. Jesus Christ. Which is The Running Man. Okay, do we want to talk about Richard Bachman or do we yes, want to? Yes, uh, this month is actually Stephen King. Mm-hmm. Stephen King wrote under Richard Bachman a cup for a couple of books. Um, this was one of them. This was one of them. Um, so yeah, this is technically a Stephen King because this month is Stephen King, the master of horror writing anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I... Th- I, I Personally, I'm a very, very big fan of Stephen King's work. One of my favorite books of all time is Under the Dome, uh, which is one of his, like, giant tome of books. Mm-hmm. But I, I absolutely love the way he writes people. Um, and watching movies like this make me hate how people do Stephen King adaptions. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll, we'll get to more of his scarier stuff later in the month, and we'll you'll see how much how I feel about the adaptions of his work. Um, but I have always, always said that Stephen King is one of those writers that you shouldn't be making movies off his works. You should be making shows. You should be making shows. Like, as much as I absolutely loved It from the last couple of years, um, they were it was such well done. It was so well done, and I really enjoyed the fact that it was in two parts, like two full-length movies. Mm-hmm. But, like, they missed so much of that story. Granted, some of it deserved to be cut out. Um, what? Which parts? Yeah. Yeah. Are they evolving underage people in a sewer? Yes. Yeah. We're not going to talk about any more yeah, than that. that. That part definitely needs to be cut out. But uh, uh, yeah, like uh, Under the Dome did get turned into a TV show on mm-hmm. regular television and was just garbage. I got five minutes into the first episode and was like, nope. Because mm-hmm. they had changed every single character. Yeah. And like one of the main, main characters in the story who's like a huge part of the town surviving being inside this mysterious dome that just shows up out of nowhere, gets trapped on the outside of the dome in the show. And it's like, what? Like, I don't know. So, we're not talking about Under the Dome. We're talking about The Running Man. The Dark Tower? (laughs) We're talking about The Running Man, (laughs) which was directed by Paul Paul Michael Glazer back in 1987. came out November 13th. Has Rotten Tomatoes score of 66 for critics and 60% for audiences, which I think is generous as hell because this movie was bad. But it's an 80s movie. <laughs> and it was starring Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Schwarzenegger. Yes. Who was pretty much in his prime at this point because I think this was, this was just before. No, this was after Predator. Uh, let us look. I think this was after Predator. Or no. After Terminator? Do you want to keep guessing, or do you want to actually look? No, tell me. Okay, so Terminator was in 84. Okay, so Terminator came out. So this is after Terminator and Commando. 
Okay. And Predator. So this Predator came out the same year, right? Um, Terminator was eighty four, Commando was eighty five, Predator was eighty seven, Running Man was eighty seven. Yes, because yeah. I feel like they push. I was reading; it's not in my fun facts, but they push back the release date of this film because Predator was coming out. And they didn't want to compete with Arnold Schwarzenegger against Arnold Schwarzenegger. Which makes sense, because Predator is a far superior movie to this. Oh, yes. Um, actually, Commando is, too, and I hate Commando. <laughs> Terminator is, too, and he says five lines in the whole thing. Commando is such... It's like... If, if an alien came down and was like, show me an 80s action movie, I would show you Commando. It is exactly what it is. Like, him hip-firing a machine gun that no human man could carry and fire at the same time mm-hmm. let alone for that long without reloading and like people just getting sprung board into the like <laughs> completely empty buildings getting exploded and man- clear mannequins standing in front of them like it is such a terrible movie but it is actually really good and fun if you watch it as an 80s action hmm. film this was not no. everything was so dark Yes. Like, and it didn't make sense. Why didn't the stalkers have their own arenas? Well, like, one did. Yeah. Sub-Zero <laughs> had an ice rink, and that was it. That was it. And then the other ones were just like, meh. Yeah. Like, Fireball just out in the open and took two seconds to kill him. Like, there was no... Like, you had I, no... I enjoyed that. Um, There was no stakes. No. Like, you knew Arnold was going to get rid of these people, like, super fast. And, like, the only one that he had any, any trouble with was Sub-Zero. I'd say he had a little trouble with Buzzsaw, but not a lot. But it was like just a yeah, strength just, test. Yeah. Yeah, but it wasn't really like he was like, okay, I'm going to get you in the face. Actually, you know, I'm just going to turn the saw around and then get you in the Yeah, ball. I couldn't like, quite figure out how he did it. Like he kind of <laughs> went up and then down and then up. Uh, and I'm like, yeah. what the freaking heck? Like, I was like, how do the logistics of this yeah. work? So, um, Yeah, I... When we get into changes, we'll talk about some changes I'm going to make in this. So, because I'm looking at Arnold Schwarzenegger's thing. We'll get back to it later when we actually talk about Arnold. Arnold is worth talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, after Running Man, he did Red Heat, which was terrible. <laughs> Him trying to act Russian. Right? But Total Recall was after this. But then after that... It's he, Kindergarten Cop. It's Kindergarten Cop. I love Kindergarten Cop. Do you know what's after Kindergarten Cop? No. Nissan Cup Noodle. Arnold Schwarzenegger as Noodle Man. Ooh, I'm pretty sure Which I'm that... assuming is one of those fun Japanese commercials that he did that were all over the internet for a couple of years. <laughs> so, and then obviously the Terminator films yes. and stuff like that. So, um, But yeah, he... Yeah, we'll, we'll talk, talk about, about him when we get, get there. We so, ooh, last action hero. We should do that one. I love that movie. It's a terrible puts movie. Me, puts me to sleep, but I love that movie. <laughs> it's got so many in-jokes... That's why I think it's good. Anyway. Um, Do you want some fun facts? Yes, let's go with the fun facts. Fun facts. Fun facts. Fun facts. <coughs> okay, so when Rob Cohen purchased the rights to the Richard Bachman novella, The Running Man, he had no idea that Bachman was actually a pseudonym for Stephen King. <laughs> okay, so some of my fun facts. I'm going to focus on some of the stalkers. So, although credited as simply Sub-Zero, the character is introduced as Professor Sub-Zero uh, by the announcer Phil Hilton. Well, the um, the actor 
Yes. So he's credited as Professor. Yeah. So Professor Sub-Zero is played by Professor Toru Tanaka. Yeah. It is worth noting that Tanaka's title of Professor is not from a postdoctorate academic rank, but from the wrestling name of the actor as he went under in his wrestling career from the 1960s through to the 1980s. So often it was shortened to Professor Tanaka. So yes, he was a professor, just not an academic professor. Uh, when Killian is sending Fireball into the game, he says, there he goes, the leading rusher. Fireball was played by Jim Brown, the NFL's all-time leader in rushing yards until the mid-80s. Wow. Mm-hmm. Didn't know that. Mostly because I don't understand football? Nope, I don't either. <laughs> um, Erland Van Litt, the guy that played Dynamo, was classically trained Heldon Baritone Opera Singer. I think it's Heldon. So in his introduction, when Dynamo is singing an aria from the Marriage of Figaro, yes, it actually is him singing it. That makes sense. I, I kind of um, this cast was also his I, final I, movie. I cast because of that because <laughs> Dynamo was a singer. I cast because of that. I did not. <laughs> okay. Lastly, we're not going to talk about the stalkers. We're going to talk about somebody that I did not realize was that person until after the movie. Okay. It is hinted that Mick Fleetwood. Is. Playing he's, himself in this movie. Yeah. I did not know it was Mick Fleetwood at yeah, first. And Dweezil Zappa is his, yeah. little, his little buddy. So the film's resistant leader's name is Mick, and he's British. And when Mick r- meets Richards to remove his explosive collar from around his neck, he says to him, you're one of the cops who locked up all my friends and burned my songs. Mm-hmm. His compatriot in the movie, a character named Stevie, weirdly enough, was played by Dweezil Zappa, the legendary, or the son of legendary musician Frank Zappa. Yes. Dweezil only had two lines in the whole movie, and one of them was from one of his dad's songs. Yeah. No. Cool. So those were some fun facts. Fun facts. Fun facts. Do you want to know about Richard Bachman? Richard Bachman. Do you want to know why Richard Bachman exists? Because he didn't want to keep writing more Stephen King? Nope. Uh, at the beginning of King's career, the general view among publishers was that authors were limited to one book per year, and King wanted to write more. <laughs> so he invented Richard Bachman. <laughs> <laughs> so... King also He didn't wrote. write too many books under Richard Bachman. He wrote to one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. One of them was a compilation book. Yeah. Um, oh, well, a lot of these were novellas, so they're really small. Oh, yeah. And he wrote, King wrote a ton of novellas. Yeah. But that was like one of the reasons why he is such a prolific writer um, is because he doesn't always write tomes, right? Hmm. The tomes he writes are, are sometimes incredibly good and sometimes not. Cell wasn't a very good book. Um, but like the stand and mm. I that under the dome and the one about JFK, which I can never remember the title of cause it's the date JFK dies. And I can mm. never remember what that is. <laughs> um, all of very, all very, very good and long books. Yeah. Um, other ones we'll talk about later. Like talk about, yeah. talk about them later um, as we get into them. Okay. How do you want to change this movie? <laughs> okay. So we're going to update this. Because, wow, is this dated. Yeah. <laughs> I like they still had video cassettes. Um, updating it. So, basically, the way I, I wanted to do the beginning, because I hated the scrolling, where you got to just read it, and I'm like, oh, this is stupid. But I want that kind of, like, I want it to be more of a documentary about the history of the broadcast, the ICS or whatever. Mm-hmm. How it was like a streaming service and all the streaming services, and they finally just bought out each other until it was one big. So this is this is the Running Man is hosted by Disney Plus. Kind of yes, <laughs> but I want that to be the beginning. I want the history of how the Running Man came 
in the very like the first 10 minutes whatever and i want to be basically they started off having mma type fights somebody finally got killed in one of those the rating shot through the roof so it's the story of rollerball pretty much <laughs> Another but then a terrible ladies movie. But then it, it it evolves into this whole like, oh yeah, we're gonna do criminals and it's fine. And I'm with you. I think each of the stalkers needs to have like their own arena or section. Hundred percent. Everything think... needs to be well lit because you need to have an audience watching this. Mm -hmm. Like there should be nothing that is this dark, right? Yeah, I think I'm I'm okay with it being. A dilapidated part of the city. I actually think that was a cool idea. I like repurpose that, but like they could be like, okay, who? Because like I like like the audience chooses like, mm -hmm. okay, who's the first talker? Okay, Sub Zero. Okay, close I, all the other lines off, uh, and like you can see them running and like, shoom, shoom, yeah. and, like funnels them towards Sub Zero's. I like that, right? I like that. I like it being more when they talk about the betting. Like I want it to be like apps and when people betting online and and well, being yeah, like you'd, this. You'd have to modernize it to what we yeah. think of the future is now instead of. Yeah, so what it's like more of a generated, like, people can be like, you know, log on to see the special cameras as mm -hmm. they're running, right? Like, yeah. stupid shit like that. Yeah. Um, Become a Patreon member and... Yeah. Basically. And, and, and get a POV camera from yeah. the stalker's perspective. <laughs> Go into the draw to pick the next stalker, yeah. right? Um, as we get into some of these, I'm going to probably talk a little bit more about, about the stalkers because I have some mm -hmm. different people. The one thing I did like, and we, we talked about it, was the fact they used, like, a just broken down parts of the city. Mm -hmm. I'm going <laughs> to make two small things, because the resistance killed me, the fact that they were in the... In the, the arena? The arena, right. and so was the upload, like, not that far away. Yeah. Like, you guys didn't even check? Like, come on. Yeah. I can understand the upload being in the arena because mm -hmm. no one else goes in there. Yes. Right? But, yeah. But I want it to be in, like, an underground part. Like, part not part of the arena. It's, like, under yeah. where they somehow get into there. Yeah. And, like, like have, have it part of the story. I, had, mm -hmm. I completely agree with you. I had this on my notes as well. Have it part of the story that, oh, shit, we lost them. Yeah. Right? Where are they? Why yeah. didn't we? Hey, why can't we find their trackers? Like, find like you go go to go back to that Jesse Ventura talking about his yeah. his life as a stalker, right? Yeah. Go back to that, right? Like the the fact they have the whole well, we have the barium tracker in him, so we know where he is, mm -hmm. and then it's like, how do you not follow him because they're just in there? Like I want it to be, yeah. yeah. There's certain parts they lose them. Yeah. Um, well, I, I think, wouldn't I put Amber I in right I, away. Uh, yeah, I agree. Um, but going back to the tracker, I'm taking that completely out. Mm. That's if you know where they are the whole time, that yeah. kind of defeats the purpose. Yes. <laughs> well, I kind of want it to be in. I don't want it to be like something they inject in them, or if it's just like a chip or something. But I want it to be in because I want them to be like, okay, fireball, heads up, this is where they are. So the stalker knows, but not that the audience re realizes that. Yeah, maybe. Um, what was my other thing I was going to change? Yeah, I don't want Amber to come in till a little later because mm. I just felt like it was like, meh. Um, and I want the resistance to know that Ben Richards is innocent. I want it to be more like they can see, they can record all the incoming transmissions from everywhere, but they just can't broadcast out. That's why they need the upload. So they have been like, oh no, we know you're innocent. Like, we've known. 
there's nothing we can do because we just can't get the truth out. Yeah. Right. Um, I don't I, want them to I, be like, you're a cop. I, and I changed who he was too. He's not a muscle man. <laughs> um, I don't think that whole prison break sequence needed to happen. Like, it doesn't. It can just be. But it's. He got arrested for doing the massacre, which no. he doesn't do, right? And they give him to Running Man, right? Like, that should just be how it goes. Amber is a member of the resistance who is in the Running Man mm-hmm. thing, gets caught, and that's why she goes in the thing as well, mm-hmm. right? And then Ben, Ben, who hates the resistance throughout this entire movie and wants to run away and just get clear of this, mm-hmm. he is a dick. Should be like, okay, we need to stop this right away. Yeah. Right? He's like, okay, I'm here. I'm innocent. We know you're innocent. Like, we need to stop this. Let's do this. I would... Okay. I'm going to keep the prison part to meet the resistance. I won't do... I wouldn't do the breakout. I'd do very similar with what you said. Like, they'd be like, we need we need somebody who's big in the media right now, who's trending. Yeah. Right? And people are like, well, what is about the butcher of... Baskerville? No, that's uh, <laughs> what is what is Bakersville? Bakersville. Bakersville. Yeah, Baskervilles. It's the hounds of Baskerville. Baskerville. Um, yeah, be like, oh yeah, that guy. Like he's gonna be in this. And with Amber, I think I'd still have her as being part of like the company, not a jingle writer. But it'd be somebody that goes, something doesn't feel right. Like maybe mm. she's one of the ones that gets footage in and sends it off and realizes that. This is the wrong stuff. Yeah, like they're 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 just she's tired of them making it up. I don't know. I just like he literally drags her through this whole movie, and it's yeah. very annoying. Like that's kind of why I wanted her to be a resistance member and be like, no, we know this is coming from inside the inside mm-hmm. the thing. We needed somebody in. Yeah. Like that's why they hey they put Ben Richards into the training for to be a running man. He meets Yafikoto. <laughs> William Laughlin and William Laughlin. Harold Wise. He meets them there. They tell him what's going on. He goes, okay, I'm in, but I need to get out as soon as we're done. Mm-hmm. Right? Because I have a family or I have my brother I, on the outside. I feel like the book, I haven't read the, the book. The book, um, I, feel like yes, the book I haven't read different. it, but I, I did read the thing. He joined it to get money for his family. Yes. Because he had a wife and a daughter. And I thought of maybe changing it slightly to that, but... Thing is, I kind of want mine to be comedy-like, because I know they really tried with mm-hmm. this. Like, I hope you left room in your stomach, because I'm going to shove my fist into it. <laughs> oh, like, and he said, I'll be back. Yes. I'll be back. Um, like, it's stuff like that. Like, I just, I, I kind of want to keep some of the cheesiness that this mm-hmm. movie has, because that is what makes 80s movies good. Yes. Um, the costumes and all that. Exactly. And I want the stalkers to be so over the top. I do I too. I want them to be huge and over the top. I want to, uh, I'm going to change also one more thing with the stalkers. So yes, over the top, the costumes, the ridiculousness of it. I want them to have memorials already done for them. I don't like the whole like, oh, he killed a stalker and everyone's like, oh. Yeah, it should happen all the time. It should, it should be a very consistent. Like I'd want way more stalkers, mm-hmm. but I want it to be like, Oh, Sub-Zero has gone down. Let's take a moment to reflect. And they already have his memorial. Yeah, of course. Pre-planned. And it like goes up. And it's, it's like... The, it's the thing. Like every newspaper already has the memorial for the president written. <laughs> they just need to... So they can publish it right away. Right? Or like the queen. Exactly. Right? right? Like you have... 
Like they just they're ready, and the the guys in the production studio are like, okay, cue it, because like once Sub Zero's dead, one guy's like, cue it up, mm-hmm. yep. and then they go, okay, Killian, go. Yeah. And because yeah, that moment where it's like, oh, a stalker died, and it's like, well, you know, sometimes the stalker like they're they're talking like this is the first time it's ever happened. I'm like. Well, they they do talk about how this is the first time, like like Ben is the first time that they've actually had a a real prisoner, right? Not yeah. just like a shitty one, right? So it was an army guy because he says, yeah, they, uh, his his assistant says we never get military prisoners. Yeah. They don't send us, which the I think is stupid. Like you would want this show to have like the best of the best. Yeah, but you don't want the prisoners to win. Is the problem? Yeah, but who, they don't care. What? The prisoners who wouldn't die anyway. Well, yeah, but they don't. <laughs> they don't know that. Yeah. yeah. Um, yes. Hold on, let's see. <sighs> I want the yeah the stalkers to be treated like stars. Like I want each one oh, of yeah. them have to have their own theme song. I want them to have their own like intros. Um, like Sub Zero, I don't necessarily want him on ice. Like I, I haven't decided how I want him. No, I haven't either. Um, I, I don't want it hockey themed, like necessarily. But like I, I do, and I chose a Canadian. <laughs> but I could like I'd rather have it like they walk into this arena and it's covered in snow, yeah. and he's hunting them in the snow. Like, but like I want those fight scenes to actually be good, mm-hmm. right? So um, I I really I do want because I want to see on the screens like I want basically how we see twitch streams and whatnot like i want people's comments coming up all the time i want little things popping up i don't want it to be egregious uh did you no. ever see gamer uh, with gerard butler no so this is a very it's a very similar storyline um but like that one went a little too i don't understand computer stuff so this is mm-hmm. how i'm doing it yeah type of line so you, if you're going to do stuff like that you need people who actually know what's going on no but i just want like the screens to be like comments and whatnot recently free guy did it better mm-hmm. but they still didn't quite grasp it properly no it's hard to to articulate that into a medium that people don't understand right like if you never watch a twitch twitch stream or anything like that like you're not going to understand why comments are zooming by the one side of the screen right yeah but you have you have or like uh, what, are, what are bits yeah. i don't even think people on twitch know what yeah. they are but you have like <laughs> uh killian the guy the guy be like let's go to our online correspondent and she's like these are what people are saying yeah. go sub-zero yay yeah. i yeah. love sub-zero and like you, for those you could literally do actual twitch streamers yeah like again like what free guy did yeah like you they get, actually you pulled get. youtubers and stuff like that to do the, these yeah. parts so which was really cool of them to do they did not mm-hmm. need to do that no <laughs> um but that's that's yeah. what i want to see because i want this to be like pretty much the modern version of 100 how we watch this because yeah. let's be honest game shows aren't really a big pull yeah. anymore but i th- i think what you should do instead of it going like hey this is kind of video gamey mm-hmm. i think you should do it more like how mma is done yeah kind of a mixture with what because it obviously is video gamey as well right mm-hmm. um well yeah. you have that in the beginning where it's like hey just no joe rogan yeah no but you just have like Fuck that guy <laughs> try to talk here <laughs> But you'd have, like, before The Running Man, you'd have, like, Killian sitting in his office, and there's, like, people watching monitors, and, like, one person is watching the rundown of Last Running Man, and there's, like, a, like, yeah. what we're doing. Like, people standing there going, 
So watch oh, watch when Sub Zero comes in 100%. here with the ice pick. I want podcasts about the. I yeah. want podcasts about it. I want people in the streets cosplaying as their favorite stalkers. Yep. Like I want this to be a thing. Yeah, I want because right? that's what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be the biggest thing. It also shouldn't be a weekly television show. It should be a monthly. It event. should be a monthly event, like a pay per view. Yeah, um, <clears throat> kind of like wrestling. Hmm. Right, happens every month. It's a huge deal. I, I they make a big deal out yes. of it because like finding all these prisoners like you're gonna get eventually yeah you're gonna run out yeah i do this was just the funny thing i loved how old the crowd was oh yeah i loved that like the old lady it totally makes sense that was just like yeah the number right. one fan is this old 80 year old lady and you're like yeah. what and then she bets on ben richards later <laughs> in, the, in the movie and they're like, like you can't i can do that. i can bet on whoever i want <laughs> yeah so so all right um uh, okay i think that's about it for me yeah shall we uh go through the cast let's do this do you want to start or shall i no i'd you start i started last time sounds good we're gonna start with uh mr killian mm. the family family feud oh i was gonna say family matters i'm like no, oh. that's not right so richard dawson the original host of family feud who used to kiss all his uh the the ladies the ladies um which is why he makes that joke you know mm -hmm. no tongue because that's the, one of the things he used to joke about on family feud and i've made they've made fun of him in family guy <laughs> oh, feeling up yep. the women and stuff like that <laughs> but i actually this is one of the things that i think is absolute genius about this movie because mm -hmm. they literally went out and got a guy a, sh a game show host who apparently treated his underlings very much the same way he treated them in this that's fine i don't care <laughs> but just, like just i absolutely love that mm -hmm. because this guy was a household name for being a wholesome dude and he played this absolute dick. he was so bad in this movie yeah. like not like and he did it so well he wasn't hogan he's heroes sorry like yep. he did this so well um and because of that i picked drew carey nice because <laughs> i absolutely was... love drew carey i loved him on the drew carey show way of way way, way oh, back yeah. then whose line is it anyway i know that didn't start with him but he is a phenomenally was... funny yeah. actor and i think if you like um what was he, he not community was he in community yeah that he had a hole in his hand yes and it was just the best <laughs> cameo you ever saw it's like hey everybody yeah Whoop. and like he just shows up and i think he could totally pull this off and i think he has that mm -hmm. kind of manic thing i know he doesn't do a lot of work recently but he, he does his own well he does the, he does his own improv shows and he, stuff like he that he does the price is right still and he is on price is right which is the reason why i think mm -hmm. this would be awesome because like as much you could totally go steve harvey from family feud but i don't think steve harvey has <sighs> that kind of villainous to him which yeah. i actually think drew carey can do yeah you could <laughs> wayne brady he could do it too. He was one of the ones I thought of, but then I moved away from the game show ones. Yeah. Because uh, Wayne Brady would totally, because he's played like that. I mean, even in the Chappelle skit he was in where he actually played the asshole Wayne Brady. Mm -hmm. But like, you could totally, he could totally play yeah. that and just. And like, as, as I said, like, I absolutely, absolutely adore Drew Carey and I've done mm. it, I have for years. I think he's an incredibly funny actor. Like, I know he has his, his stupid, stupid, stupid moments. Don't get me wrong, but um, the Drew Carey show is definitely something that if I could, I would watch. I would watch it yeah. now. So. The Drew Carey show is good. He, uh, as 
Alicia Tyler is good, and you know the new ones still have their moments. But whose line is always hilarious when it was Drew Carey on <laughs> because he would crack up more than the audience. Oh yeah, and it would just but break not, everybody. Not only that, but like almost everybody who was on that show. Hmm guest starred on drew carey show yeah well like um, lewis was just a regular yeah he was ryan styles ryan styles right? who was Sorry. always on it yeah colin mockery i think showed up once oh no he showed up a couple of times yeah. you know and like other people would show up randomly and stuff mm. like that so greg proops and uh yeah. So. yeah good old greg proops one of the two-headed aliens yes who announced the the pod race yes he was also oh, which one is it he voiced He's voiced a lot of things. I know. He voiced somebody in Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, right. Uh, why can't I? He voiced the devil. That's it, yeah. Because I didn't realize that till like much later in life. And then I was like, great. Greg Proops did this? Oh, man. If I ever meet him, I'm going to go get that pop and get him to sign it. <laughs> okay. Who did you have? Okay. So I wanted super charismatic. I wanted somebody that I think would do the whole like... They love me standing in the crowd. I went with Robert Downey Jr. Because I think he would play this, like... Oh, yeah. I'm I'm the number one show. I'm great. Like, just complete so asshole. The, the, the problem is, well, how do you not have this sound by Tony Stark? I know. <laughs> I think you go, like, older, though. You give him, like, a little bit of white yeah. or gray hair. Um. But you just have like that whole like he built this persona persona mm -hmm. out in the open like that scene where the guy's mopping and it hits his foot and he's like <laughs> oh no don't worry about it if I see that guy tomorrow <laughs> you're gonna be mopping <laughs> but like yeah and I was thinking and yes Tony Stark is the easiest way to go because I was thinking of when he does like um, the Stark Expo mm -hmm. in Iron Man two like where he's standing in front of everybody yeah. like that's kind of that gravitas of him do you know who i almost picked um i didn't want to say it just in case hmm. somehow um john barman yeah because when he does good. his live st stuff like that is yep. his thing like he's super full of energy and all that stuff and he, and he the has crowd. the white hair now and all yeah. that like yeah he I would have been a good him. choice yeah. i would have, I would have accepted him <laughs> thanks mm -hmm. no robert Downey jr is great yeah. okay next we're gonna go start with the stalkers now so again, like I think stalkers should have their own highlight reel whenever they come in. Yeah. Like, like I, I'd like the fact that they come on stage, but I don't think it should just be that. I think it should be like it should come this promo video, like this super hype promo video of them. It's the WWE entrances. It's yeah. their music. It's the background video mm -hmm. playing. Yeah. It's like, well, or Phil the announcer guys like, well, let's talk about his stats. He's caught this many, and like yeah. you have this huge. Yeah. So uh, Buzzsaw was originally played by Gus. Breathwitch. Who I noticed who I noticed from somewhere, but I cannot Want me to look it up? Yeah, look it up. Okay. Or I'm gonna Gus look it up. Breathwish played in he was Barbarian Guard and Scorpion King. Oh, maybe that's he was it. in Twins and the Concord Airport seventy nine. No. His last movie was two thousand and two. Did he die? Oh maybe. Say. Um I yeah I thought I recognized him from no, somewhere, but you, I guess you have not. not. Yeah. He has been in very, very few things. He maybe just has a face. Maybe, maybe in Twins. Have you seen Twins? Yeah. Danny DeVito and Schwarzenegger? Okay, I've never seen Twins. Wow. You need to watch Twins. We need to do Arnold Schwarzenegger month. We've talked about that. <laughs> uh, next year. 
We've already we've already done actors, directors, writers. Okay. So because Buzzsaw, for some reason, I just I don't know. You get you get a guy who is wielding chainsaws as a weapon. Mm-hmm. You're going to need a bigger person. Mm-hmm. So I went with Rory McCain. Okay. The Hound. The Hound. Like not a huge huge person like the no. Mountain, but still a massive man. Um, I don't think I'd have the motorbike. I think I'd have him come in on the motor, like not into the arena, but I, he'd come into the stage on the motorbike. Maybe, yeah. But like th- that was the main part of his. Yeah. Well, Dynamo was that weird car. Car, yeah. Which we'll talk about. Yeah. Um, I think I'd take the vehicles out because, again, like I want them trapped in an, in there, the stalker arena mm-hmm. for these things, right? And I want this to be, like, even with like, anyway, we'll get to it later. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think Rory McCain's just a good actor. Yeah. Like the Hound was such a good character. Um, and even before that, like if you, we've seen him in a bunch of other things, he was so funny in hot fuzz and he had like three Yarp. words. <laughs> Yarp. Did all that, did all that get done? Narp. Good. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not even one of his lines. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Who did you have? Um, I wanted somebody that was going to do the whole like playing up to the crowd like because this was the only one that really seemed to be like in with the crowd when he shows up at the arena he's like um i went with winston duke mbaku yeah because i think he would be like that guy that's playing it up and being and he's pretty built yeah or at least they built him up to look good so yeah i realize now how many people i've chosen from marvel movies i have a few marvel people yeah. Um, I do have some DC as well, so we'll get there. Okay. Um, but yeah, like, again, I don't need the bike, like, riding and trying to hit him. But I want the chainsaws to be the, like, mm-hmm. custom chainsaws. But I love the fact that they sell that, too. And they're like, this, this is, is, this... is going to be a weird question. Okay. Did you ever see the movie Mandy with Nicolas Cage? No. Okay. So it was touted as a horror film, but it's really more of a psychological mind F no. of a movie. But there's a chainsaw fight near the end of that movie uh, between him and another character. And their chainsaws are like loggers chainsaws. Mm-hmm. So they're like six foot long <laughs> chain. So, like, so it's Seth Roth chainsaw. Like, they're huge. And I think that type of, that's the type of thing like you would want on this. Like yeah. You're just like, what the is that? <laughs> like, I'd want him to be like, okay, so he's got the, he's got the one chainsaw. He's got like a buzz saw, because like, he is buzz saw. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, he pulls out, like, the big-ass yeah. one, and he's just like, ha-ha. And you're like, what? Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. it, is... bo- it needs to be borderline ridiculous. Yeah. So. And this needs to be, Buzzsaw's needs, if you're doing arenas, his mm-hmm. needs to be, like, a logging-type one, right? Mm-hmm. Like a forest. Yeah. They just runs around, but the trees are all pretty fake, because they just get cut really quickly. Well, you know, like, the thing is, too, like, you could totally do this. This is going to be a little bit sacrilegious, but kind of like Hunger Games. Yes. Right? Like... Those like as, as stupid as those movies were, and the books were not that uh, not that better, um, but like those arenas, like those were the best part of those books, mm-hmm. like those the actual Hunger Games part. Uh, what? Yeah, I know. So, anyway. right. okay. Sub Zero. Sub Zero. We already talked about Professor Taro Tanaka. Um, oh yeah, freezes. <laughs> do you feel like they would still do subs? Like, do you think they'd call him something else though? Because Mm-hmm. Sub Zero is pretty much basically Mortal Kombat. So he is in the last action hero. To uh, Toro Tanaka. Yep. 
Yeah, isn't he like the... He is credited as tough Asian man. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, it, it's worse in Darkman, where he is Chinese warrior number two. <laughs> oh. Oh. Why? Yeah. Um, so. All right. He apparently Rushmore in Three Ninjas. Hmm. I'm sure if I remember Three Ninjas better, I would know who that was. Oh, he was the... Um, yeah, no, he was like the big guy. Well, do you remember Three Ninjas? I, I kind of do. He was the big guy where they ended up defeating him by, and it would always flash back to the dummy that they were hitting because you had to hit certain points on the body. Mm, I don't remember that. He was just like the big. I only remember parts of Three Ninjas. I loved Three Ninjas. I did too, but I don't remember it. it that well. Rocky, Colt, and Tum Tum. That's way more than I remember. <laughs> um, anyway, I, as I said, like I don't necessarily want this to be a hockey themed. I'd rather mm-hmm. just be cold. Like, have him in the snow. The mm-hmm. actor I picked, it doesn't really make sense unless he wants to do it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, I picked Donnie Yen. Okay. So, like, I would rather more have it more of he is a ninja hiding in the snow. Mm-hmm. Right? I think we went similar. <laughs> um, and, like, you just have to find him and yeah. make sure he doesn't kill you. But um, I, I just don't necessarily think hockey is the best idea. Um, but I, the thing sense. is, like, I picked all these people because I want Donnie Yen's sense of humor, mm-hmm. right? Like, um, I want him to be talking. I want all the stalkers talking to these people, yeah. right? Like, the thing is, like, as much as like Rogue One was an okay movie, like, was, he was great in it. He was so good, and he was so funny, right? Like, like when they put the bag over his head, he goes, "You know, I'm blind, right?" <laughs> <laughs> Like, like, it's mm. like stuff like that. Like, he just has Sorry. a really good delivery. He is, um, he obviously learned, like, from the school of Jackie Chan on how to do mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, well, so. like, Ip Man. Yeah. Like, I, well, he's that, not really funny in those movies. No, but his action <laughs> in that, like, yeah. it's just I, crazy. I almost actually went, like, I really had an idea of making this kind of more of a, an eight, an eighties like a military not military um a martial arts type movie, like picking people yeah and like actually doing it that way and having real good fights and that stuff. But I'm like I'm just gonna go cheesy with this and I, I kind of went that way, yeah. but I'll I'll not anyway, with all of them. Who do you have? Because I went with a Simu is it Simu Liu Simu Liu yeah I'm also Shang yeah Shang Shangxi Shangxi, um he is Canadian yeah no, he's Toronto. from Miss- yeah. Mississauga. Yeah. So I was like, you know or what? If he, if he wants to be the hockey guy, I will totally take it <laughs> as like this. Like, I just don't know Toronto Maple Leafs. No, just don't do it, but man. Little Montreal Canadiens. Uh, okay, because they're red and he, the blood would not show up. What did you just make up a, a, a fake I w- Canadian I would make team? It. But like, yeah, former NHL like, you know, player that got tossed from the league for being too violent. Like, you know, uh, here's our stalker, the Vancouver Millionaires, something stupid like that. No one would ever name a team after. <clears throat> Vancouver history, there, you jackass. It's a stupid name for a hockey team. <laughs> Why they're all millionaires now? Anyways, not, not only is it a stupid name for a hockey team, yes. but it's like, hey, we're millionaires here. And a hundred years from now, they're going to have the worst housing prices in the country. <laughs> Actually, probably the world. Probably. <laughs> Anyways. So, yeah. I would have... I'm going to leave this up to whoever would end up making my movie. But mm-hmm. 
if they would do the hockey bit, I would totally go with it and just have it be like a giant freezer type idea, yeah. right? But then you got to have the way I figured this is it's kind of like Mortal Kombat. Yeah. <laughs> because you kind of need to have the arena, the arena, um, not the arenas. Uh, what am I trying to say? I don't know. Like the dangers in the arenas. Yeah. Like hooks hanging and whatnot. Exactly. Like, and I totally agree with you. Like, because even that fight they fake with like Captain Freedom is basically that, right? Yeah. Yeah. I like that fun. part too that they faked a fight. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. Next, Mr. Dynamo, played Dynamo. by Erland Van Lidith. What you said actually saying. This was his last movie. Was it? Yep. Then was a, yes, opera singer. Yeah. So. Oh, he was in Stir Crazy. Well, la-dee-da. Oh, he was not in a lot of movies, though. No. Oh. No, because he was probably an opera singer. Yeah. Yeah, so. Who'd you have? Um, I had Justin Timberlake. Okay. <laughs> I'm fascinated by this. Go. Because he's supposed to be a singer. Yeah. Well, okay. And, like, come on. Like, if you're going to go, you either, like, I, I wanted someone who's got super, super charisma when it comes to music and mm -hmm. dancing and stuff. I don't want him to be, I don't necessarily need him to be opera. I just no. need him to be a dynamo, mm. which is the damn term, right? Um, so you either go people like Beyonce. Mm. Right, who, who definitely I considered, but Beyonce, not a great actress. No, um, and Justin Timberlake's not great either, but he's, he's better. better. <laughs> so I ended up going with him, and like I kind of want his entrance to be like a ravey type, him dancing and doing music, like you know. So yeah, Justin Timberlake. I want way different. That's good. <laughs> Because I just wanted this one to be like a mountain of a man, and I went with the mountain. So, Hafford, is, is Julius. Sing, is he going to sing opera? No. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to keep him more of a silent type, but just have music. Like, that's the way he communicates his music. I don't want him shooting lightning. I kind of want, and this is going to go back to the whole Marvel and Iron Man 2, I kind of want it kind of like Whiplash. Just have some wires and whatnot that like because the sh whole shooting lightning just seemed weird and oh yeah and then he gets in his car like why the heck would you get in your car to go <laughs> up a mountain and then gets easily flipped over yes so i just i want oh this and to let's be... not forget that every bad guy is a rapist scene oh yeah I gotta love that where he ends up dying in his tidy whities Okay, it's going to sound weird because I did not realize he was in his tidy whities until later. And I'm like, what the hell is he doing? Oh, never mind. I got what he was doing. Not only that, but like, how the hell did he get out of those pants so fast? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like <laughs> plates of glory. Where he just changes his costume in like two seconds. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I want a dynamo to be just this huge guy. Like, as I want them to be. And I wouldn't put Buzzsaw and Dynamo in together. I don't. I wouldn't. I don't want them to go but two. Like, even I if, do want two to go in together. I just don't want Dynamo to go in. But like, they're the, even though they go in together, they don't fight together. Mm -mm. Which is so weird. Which is why I would put Dynamo in with Fireball. Mm -hmm. Like I would be like, okay, Buzzsaw, you're up, and then 
then it's like, okay, well, you know what? We're going to add in Amber. But just for that, you get to choose two stalkers. Yeah. Well, like, the thing is, too, like, okay, you have Sub-Zero, who has an yeah. arena. But, like, hey, Buzzsaw just wanders the wastes in his, on his bike. Yeah. And he will find you. Like, that type of thing, right? Yeah. Like, don't, like, Buzzsaw is just, like, a wandering stalker. Yeah. So, anyway. Yeah, so. Okay, do we want to do Captain Freedom next or Fireball? Um, let's do Captain Freedom. Because okay. Fireball probably is a little bit more than Freedom. Hmm. Who's really the retired stalker? Yeah. Jesse Ventura, mm-hmm. who was in Predator before this. Um, he ain't got time to bleed. Nope. <laughs> um... Yeah, uh, that's all you. I I enjoyed this character because I enjoyed the fact that he was like the guy in the locker room. Yeah, doing the doing the interviews with them, and then we're like, "Can Captain Friedman please come to costuming immediately?" And he gets in, and he's like, "I'm not wearing this ridiculousness anymore." Mm-hmm. Like he's, and I really want that in this character. Yeah. Are you looking up? I was looking up Justin Ventura. Yeah. I forgot he was in Demolition Man. Well, who was he in Demolition Man? He was Cryocon. Uh, okay. He was also Arkham City Guard, or Arkham Asylum Guard in Batman and Robin. Oh, the terrible. Yep. Hmm. Um, okay. Who'd you have? I couldn't resist to this. Okay. I have Chris Evans. Hmm. I couldn't resist him playing a shitty, terrible Captain America. I just couldn't. I really, really couldn't. I, I, mm. I tried and I tried. And I'm like, you know what? I'm doing this stupid comedy. I'm doing something where he's basically playing his character from Scott Pilgrim again, just as Captain <laughs> yes. America. So I kind of just want it to be that. And I kind of want him to storm in me and like, what the hell is this shit? Mm. I am Captain Freedom. Like, <laughs> I don't need guns and stuff. I kill people with my bare hands. Yeah. Like... Have you seen this costume? What is this? A frisbee on the back? <laughs> I don't need a shield. <laughs> just let me go mano a mano. Yeah, like I, I could not, I couldn't resist. And I just think it'd be fun for everyone to see that. So, yeah. yeah. And I think it'd be fun for him too. Like I, oh, yeah. I guarantee you that that scene where he was playing Loki in <laughs> Thor 2 was just a blast for him. Yeah. <laughs> right? Because he got that to That is, play. that is. <laughs> America's ass. Well, you no, know, but like you remember in Thor two. Oh yeah, but he's like, I feel so full of. It's a, I so feel feel so patriotic. <laughs> yeah, I think he also had fun doing those like Spider Man. <laughs> so you're in detention. Yeah. <sighs> How so many you, more of these do I have? <laughs> so you waited to the end of the credits and nothing was there. <laughs> God damn it, Steve Rogers! <laughs> ah, they played us. They knew we were gonna stay. So, yeah, who did you have? I went very similar in the fact that this person's already played a very similar character. I went with John Cena because mm-hmm. of Peacekeeper. Mm-hmm. And that kind yeah. of like... I didn't think about that, but that's perfect. Yeah. Because yeah. he's, he's you know, ex-WWE and and a really great guy in real life. Like his uh, Make-A-Wish. I think he's, he's the... still topped oh, at yeah. like 500 or something now. Oh, yeah. But like... He played Peacekeeper so well. And, like, that kind of, like, whole macho, like, I'm better than you and everything. Like, <laughs> and it's, like, like the lines, like, of, um, I'll keep the peace even if I have to kill every man, woman, and child. Yeah. What? <laughs> so, 
I just he was my my choice because I can see him in like the jacket mm-hmm. being like I'm an ex stalker. And like the thing is too, they wrote him so well for that bright oh, that yeah. that part. And I think you could like this movie would be great if it was James Gunn. Oh yeah. Like imagine a James Gunn running man. It would be hilarious yeah. and it would be funny and it would be good. Like yeah. so. Oh yeah. Yeah, John Cena. I like it. And I do want that whole like him coming in with like his stupid costume and being like, I don't he's like, No. I don't want this. <laughs> like this is stupid. Yeah. Oh. So oh. Oh. So next on our list is Fireball. Fireball, played by Jim Brown, who is actually in Mars Attacks. Oh. He was the the boxer. Baron Williams. Was he? Yeah. I thought he was somebody else. No, that's he's right here. Yeah. He's the guy that he's fights known them for, off at the end. Yeah, he's known for Mars Attacks, The Running Man, Any Given Sunday, and The Dirty Dozen. Hmm. Yeah. So, I guess that makes sense. Yep. That movie is so stupidly fun. Which one? Mars Attacks. Oh, okay, yes. I love that movie. Yeah. I really wanted to do that movie for Tim Burton, but we didn't get to it. Yeah. Next time. <sighs> Somebody had to do Big Sleepy Fish. Hollow. No, no, we were all agreed yeah. on Big yeah. Fish. That's true. All right, who's your fireball? Um, I went Winston Duke. Oh, nice. Yeah. Good choice. Because I, I want this this one to be like, like obviously Captain Freedom is supposedly like built the, up the as the face. last, the big the big guy, yeah. but like he want, gets his ass kicked super fast, hmm. right? Like I want that, and you know they they fake it first and all that stuff, but hmm. um. I'd like Fireball to be the real, like, kind of end fight, right? Before, like, the yeah. shooting up the, st- the, the um, studio and stuff like that scene. But, yeah, I, I kind of want this to be... I want him to sneak around. I want him to be, like, trying to burn them, not just with a fire flamethrower and a jetpack mm-hmm. for some reason, but, like... Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. And Winston yeah. Duke is fun. Mubaku oh, yeah. is a great character, and he's... You know, he's really good in offs and stuff like that. <laughs> Kidding, we're vegetarians. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. Um, Fireball's the biggest change for me. So I don't want Fireball to be like the fan favorite. I want Fireball to be like the sadistic stalker that people are like. Because basically you're burning people alive. Yes. And I wanted it to be like they're a little off. But they're like the number one stalker this season because well, he, of... he obviously killed the other three too. Like the three oh, yeah. winners, like they were killed by Fireball. Yeah, and so <laughs> that's my sound weird. I went with Mary Elizabeth Weinstein. Winstead? Winstead? I would say Weinstein. <laughs> Winstead. Definitely not a Weinstein. No, no Weinstein's. <laughs> Winstead. Yeah. Because of Huntress. Huntress yeah. mostly. Because um, of Scott Pilgrim, you know too. She can do action, mm-hmm. but just having her like be slightly off, but being like, you know, fascinated with fire, but be like, oh, let me go in. I want to go in and torch these guys because they killed Buzzsaw, and not not because they killed Buzzsaw, <laughs> but I, that's the reason why. He like, owed me money. Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> something stupid, crap like that. Like, that. like yeah. and just be like this, like not a ridiculous jet pack and weird flame, like, but you know, a little bit more sleek and streamlined mm. but yeah i was like i want somebody that's just like we're putting fireball in and you have half the crowd going yeah and half the crowd going boo mm. <laughs> right because it's just like they're putting in the the last the, the the sadistic one yeah yeah who isn't into the whole fame 
portion, like yeah. portion of it. Like he's just, not just like, just like just yeah, waves at them. Like let me go kill somebody. Yeah. Right. I realized I just waved on an audio podcast. Good job. <laughs> it was it was nice. I waved back. Okay. There you go. <laughs> just <laughs> they can't see us. We're nope. not recording this. Nope. Uh, so yeah, that was my that was my fireball. Okay. Now we're gonna go with the two compadres of uh, Ben Richards. That's right. I said compadres. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we're gonna start with Harold Weiss, played by Marvin J. McIntyre. Mm-hmm. Your typical nerd, computer nerd. So I went with your typical computer, and I picked Justin Long. He's a computer now. He's always been a computer. Oh. He was Mac. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Can I go for the the PC guy then? I, I um, sure. What's his name? <laughs> uh, no idea. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's um, a comedian, though. Yes, I know that. Yes. Um, I just think Justin Long has always been good. This is more because is not of a great movie as it is, but his role in Die Hard Four, mm-hmm. Live Free and Die Hard. Like I really liked that character, and I really liked Justin Long in pretty much everything I've ever seen him in. So uh, yeah, mm-hmm. Justin Long. I also think they should last longer. Like, they should actually get to the Resistance yes. team. Like, there's no reason for them to die so early. I think they, he should also discover, not that the all the things are pointing towards the inner mm. of it, but he should discover that like there's a system underneath this arena. Well, no, I, I, I think the Resistance, like, him and... Um, Laughlin. Laughlin should literally be in there because they know that the thing is in there. Yeah. And that's the only way to get in to the arena. Yeah. Is to become a running man, right? Like that's the reasoning behind it. And they then they get Ben to help protect them because mm-hmm. he's a nerdy guy and he's Yafet Kodo. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about Yafet Kodo okay, in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I went for another nerdy person. Mm-hmm. I went for the Jay Baruchel. Nice, because I like Jay Baruchel. I think he does good work. I sorry. I just rewatched like the, Fanboys, like the the um, Magician's Apprentice. Yeah, Sorcerer's Apprentice. Hey, that's Nicolas Cage, Jay Baruchel, um, ah, uh, Doc Ock, Doc Ock. <laughs> Why can't I not think of his name? I don't know. Because I uh, got his Diego now, and that's what he played in Frida Kahlo, Kahlo, the Frida movie. Played Diego. I can't remember the actor's name. Alf- Alfred. Alfred Molina. Thank you. I had Alfredo, and then I was like, it's not Alfredo, but it's maybe Throw me Alfredo. Throw me out, I threw you the whip. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyways. But yeah, Jay Baruchel. Um, like, This is the End is a stupid movie, but he is great in it. It's a bad movie. It's, I hate that movie. I know, but uh, but he's he's good. He's and always good. And I, like, and he plays the, a really good nerd. The um, How to Train Your Dragon movies oh, have great. such good heart. Right, so everything like that. So, yeah. Okay, now William Laughlin, played by Yafet Kodo. Who is Yafet Kodo known for? I don't know. You tell me. No. No, nope, you go. Okay, Yafet Kodo for me anyway will always be Kananga from Live Free and Die Hard, the James Kay. Bond movie. Okay. So. Sorry, I'm laughing. I'm laughing laughing because I can hear my daughter downstairs going, hello? (laughs) Um, You weren't going to say Parker and Alien? No, I remember him from that too, but like... Sorry, I just realized that So the reason why, he is one of the two things in the Roger Moore Bonds 
that everyone either it's either this is the stupidest thing <laughs> or this is the stupidest thing. The throwing of a hat? No. Or the so, shoe? Yafit Kodo, mm-hmm. his demise was he got a compressed bullet shoved in his mouth and then set off and he turned into a Kananga balloon, which went to the, went to the ceiling and exploded. <laughs> so he got filled with compressed air and blew up. And the other one was from Moonraker, where they made a pigeon do a triple take by, by reversing the footage and going forward again. So it was one of those two stupid things that are the stupidest things in the Bond franchise. It was either mm-hmm. the Kananga balloon or the pigeon triple take. <laughs> So, oh jeez! Yeah, I will always. It's also one of my favorite. Like, mm-hmm. if, if you're gonna go favorite Roger Moore films, Man of the Golden Gun, Live, mm-hmm. Live Free and Die Hard. Mostly that song kicks ass. Yeah, like that is a good ass song by Wings. Um, but no, it's also the least stupid. Yeah, they're the least stupid of the Roger Moore movies. True, like he got they got they got really dumb. Dude goes to space, fights Christopher Walken in one of them. Moonraker. You know, you got the Moonraker laser in Goldeneye. That's where that came from. You know, in a View to a Kill, his final film. Yes. So View to a Kill, the reason, like, it was supposed to be his final film, and like, he was like, "I am done after this, no matter what," because mm-hmm. he was very old at that point. He was oh, in yeah. his sixties or something like that. And not only was his female love interest much much younger than him, mm-hmm. he felt really awkward about it because Roger Moore was a very yes. religious man, but. Her mom was on the set because she was so young, and Roger was older than her. <laughs> so that's when he was like, I can't do this anymore. Like, that's yes. one of the reasons why you don't see Roger, like, unlike um, Sean Connery, who kissed every woman who came across him. Yes. Roger didn't do that because he was very religious. He didn't want to mm-hmm. do that. Like, that was part of his thing. No. And then when they got to Timothy, we'll talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, but yes. we'll do Bond one day. I love I love um, this this actor. He's always been a good character actor. Seen yeah. him in lots of different things, but yes, I forgot <laughs> he was in this movie completely. <laughs> Until I saw him and I'm like, oh shit, it's Yafikoto. <laughs> so, um, I went... With um, Yassine Bey, um, formerly mm-hmm. Mustaf. Okay. Um, mostly because of his role in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Absolutely love That's him boring. in that. Yeah. Uh, he was also really, really good in the Italian Job movie um, as mm-hmm. the demolitions expert. Yep. Like, he's, whenever I see him in something, he's always, always super good and he's very funny. Um, so, yeah. yeah. With him. All right. I went with. I don't know, butcher his first name probably. Uh, Eka Darvel. Mm. Eka Darvel. Um, he was Malcolm in Jessica Jones, her, um, not her roommate, but her neighbor. Her heroin buddy. Yeah. Got it. Who was like, I got off heroin. Now I'm super ripped and super handsome. Yeah. And I'm like, that's not how heroin works. <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> oh, have I been doing it wrong all these years? <laughs> but I. I this for me is more of a side character that I wanted somebody that was going to fit with Jay Baruchel kind of weirdly enough I almost put Kristen Ritter in this movie (laughs) like she was like one of my stalkers I'm like okay I'll have her as my stalker and I'm like I thought about it and I couldn't I couldn't quite get her to fit into any of the stalker molds in my head I almost put um Mike but it's Kutley but it's her it's her attitude I always loved oh yeah her her attitude in that show okay Weird side note, I did not know there was a third season of Jessica Jones. 
Yeah. I it, it popped up one day and I was like, wait, there's a third? <laughs> the second was terrible. Why'd they do a third? It was like it was the the last thing that came out before yeah, they came to all those shows. I almost went went with Charlie Cox on a few things just but he's he's always on the back of the He's my gonna brain. show up in Spider Man, he'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah. Just like everybody else. Yep. Everyone. Everyone's gonna show. Up. Robert Downey Jr. is gonna show up. He's like, I'm back because the multiverse got screwed up, so I'm here now. Oh. Okay. So, next, Amber Mendez. Yes, played uh, by Maria Conchita Alonso, who I know from somewhere. Okay, let's look her up. Uh, no, I think I can. I think I already have it. She was in Predator Two. She was in Predator Two. Leona Cantrell. Yes. Wow. I feel like cool. I feel like I know her from somewhere else. You always say that, and you almost never know them from somewhere. No, but it's because like a lot of people look similar, so you're just like, meh, okay. Racist. Yes, I know. <laughs> um, as as I said before, like I really didn't like this character, not because no. of the way she acted, but because. Like she, she was, was just, literally, was, literally dragged to this movie. It was poorly written and for her. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Who the hell works out in lingerie? Don't you? Well, yeah, but that's me. Yeah, so <laughs> there we go. We, we're, we're no, around. I'm serious. But like, come on. Like that was literally a negligee. Like she worked out in lingerie just to get her in lingerie. To be honest, I thought she was naked at the first when she was doing because you didn't see anything on the top, yeah. and then you're like, oh. And you're like, what the? Hell? Yeah, yeah, I was just similar. I'm like, was so stupid. What? Yeah. And then, and then the comment from her friend when he walks by and she goes like, "I'd let her, I'd let him do anything to me." It's like, wow. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was stupid. I. It, it, but it's it's totally that '80s typical mindset where like, yeah. Die Hard was a really really big thing for this. Mm-hmm. Every woman wanted John McClane. Yeah. I don't know if it was in their contracts or not, but like it's the same thing with this. Like you watch all these eighties action movies, every female that the main character interacts with wants to fuck the shit out of them. Language. I already said it earlier. It's like Poe Dameron all over again, except with just girls. Yeah, but Poe is with everybody. Po with God. Everybody. Yeah. Poe didn't care. Poe didn't care. Poe just wanted love. <laughs> um. <laughs> Um, yeah. And so I, Oscar I, Isaacs is playing this role, and I hated that. Like, so I, I want just, I want this character to be. Yeah. That's why I want her to be part of the resistance. Resistance, and that's why she gets caught and put into the thing too. Like, yeah, this is a this whole thing is a very big resistance push to finally get rid mm-hmm. of the Running Man, get rid of Killian because he's killing people. Yeah. So with that, I know she's not the biggest of actresses, but she is amazing as Rosa on on Brooklyn Nine Nine, and I went with Stephanie uh, Beatrice, Beatrice, whatever. Yeah. Um, is she no? Is she her regular voice or is she Rosa's voice? Because um, her regular voice no, no, is know, very high, and it's funny to hear—not uh, funny to hear, but it's shocking. I'd like hear. her to. She can choose. Yeah. Whatever. I I, th- I think the Rosa voice would suit the character more, the mm-hmm. character in my head more. Um. But I really do think, like, you could use that to your advantage. Mm-hmm. Like, when she's working for the uh, for the company, she is real yeah. Stephanie. But when she's working, mm-hmm. she, when she's with the Resistance, she she's Rosa, right? <laughs> so, yeah. and again, as I wanted this, I wanted this to be a little bit funnier. I want this to be more of an action comedy than a action-action movie. So, yeah. yeah. Who did All you right. have? Um, I wanted... Like like I said, I don't want Amber to be in it till way later. I don't really want that connection to 
then. Like, I don't want them to be like, oh, he kidnapped her. And then, oh, no. Completely cut. Right. That's why I said I, you cut I that, cut that whole, the I whole just, section out. I want her to be, like, really seeing how the footage comes in and it gets manipulated, right? And everything gets changed. And then just to be at one point when they're like, well, like, we have the butcher of Bakersville. I got it right that time. But, like, we have this guy in and, you know, he killed. And she's like, but, you know, I don't. She's like, I don't, I want to look more into this and I want to see what's going on. And she's like, I, said, I don't remember that footage of what they're showing. And it looks, I basically want her to be going back through the promo of it and being like, it looks cut up. And she's like, it looks weird. And this is like, oh, this actually reminds me is one of the things I really wanted to fix in the movie is I really do think the edited footage shouldn't be good. No, it should and, look bad. And it should look bad and it should look funky, but I don't think mm -hmm. people should care. No. Right? Like, <laughs> And I, that's the thing. Like, I want her to be somebody who's more about the truth than just the entertainment of yeah. it. And then that's what drives her to try to help Ben because that's why she's like, I'm going to go find the original footage and, and help the resistance, you know, find where it is. And that's where I think she should be thrown in because she should be like, oh, I found where it is. Because that whole, like, oh, hey, I have the actual footage. And he's like, where were you hiding that? And you're like, I really don't want to know. <laughs> Anyways, um, I went with the actress, Anna de Amaris. Amaris? Anna de Amaris. Yeah. Thank you. Marta in Knives Out. The, Joy. The newest, in... the newest uh, Bond girl. Is she? Oh. Yeah, she's in the newest oh, one. yes. Her and uh, Leah Sadu is back and... Mm -hmm. Oh, I cannot remember her name. The one from Miss Marvel. Captain Kam Marvel, sorry. Kamala Khan? No, Brie no. Larson? No. Uh, her friend. Oh, I don't know. I don't, I'll, I'll look it up. Look it up. But um, yes, I went for Marta from Knives Out. Because she played that role really good. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, yeah, I wanted someone slightly younger. So they're not so high in the company and... Yeah, that was my my choice. Good good job hitting your nose on <laughs> turn, there. Turned my face right a little like what? <laughs> What's going on? Um, but no, Anna De Armas is she's an amazing actress. Oh yeah, um, she's really I will good. talk to high heaven if someone would listen about how much I love Blade Runner twenty forty nine, and she is a big big part of why I love yeah. I love that movie. She played Joy. Uh, yeah. So. Yes. Um, Are you still looking it up? Yeah. Apparently she was a stormtrooper. Oh no, this is Daniel Craig stuff. Never mind. Um, <laughs> yeah, Daniel Craig was a stormtrooper. Yeah, he um, was JB007. Yes. Um, what am I looking for? I don't know. You're looking up Bond people. I know. I'm looking up the movie. What the hell is that? You're looking up Monica Rambo. No, not Monica. Her mom. Yeah. Something Rambo. No Time to Die. That's what it's called. Anyway, um, let's, let's, let's go with who's last. Okay. Ben. Ben. Arnold. Arnold. Should I we, like Arnold. Shall we talk about Arnold? Let's talk about Arnold. Okay, let's talk about Arnold. What is your favorite Arnold Schwarzenegger movie? Um, right, hold on, before you do that, you know what my favorite Arnold Schwarzenegger joke is? Go. Is Schwarzenegger hard to spell? From Terminators, Ter to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. <laughs> the Secret of the Ooze. <laughs> when they're they're doing stuff, it was like, you know. I don't know why, but that always stuck with me because it is. Even when I typed it up in my 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 document, I'm like, mm -hmm. "Holy crap, this is a bad last name!" Like, 
Oh, Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Um. <sighs> so, what he is known for, The Sixth Day. Wow. Which was filmed here in Vancouver. A, a lot of things are. Uh, Last Action Hero. I do enjoy Predator, that. Yeah. And Terminator 2. Because, T2. T2, I really enjoy him in. Um, this is sound weird. Jingle All the Way, I really enjoy him in. For a Christmas movie. Because it's just so ridiculous. But it was so that Tickle Me Elmo error. Oh, 100%. Um, I do like The Last Action Hero. I think it's just because it's so overplayed. And there's some great lines in there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of what else. I mean, Predators, the first one was good. He was Predator was good. I really enjoyed yeah. Predator. I think that was a really good movie. Um I've liked his roles in different things. I liked I liked him showing up in the Expendables movies. Yeah. Him um, him and Bruce Willis when they're in a car together and they both say the other's catchphrase is pretty damn funny to me. It's just cuz it's really stupid. Yeah. Um cuz it's like I'll be back. You're like, "Well, yippee ki <laughs> But speaking of that stuff too, like did you ever see the rundown with The Rock? Like it was his first like mm. big movie after the Scorpion King, mm. where he had to chase down Sean William Scott and, like. Oh villain. yes! It's like there was a scene at the very beginning of that where he was like cause he was supposed to chase like anyway, mm-hmm. um, and he's walking through a nightclub and he walks past Arnold Schwarzenegger and he Arnold Schwarzenegger pats him on the on the shoulder and goes good luck yeah <laughs> kind of like a passing of the torch yeah. um yeah so like I I I remember always remember that because I actually really liked that movie I thought it was mm-hmm. well done it was back when the Rock still had hair. Um, but like he is in so many oh Eraser I was just going to say ah. he is in so many bad movies oh, but Eraser's they're terrible. movies that we love because like let's face it Arnold Schwarzenegger was a king in the 80s of action and yeah. he was a king in the 90s of action and he did some good comedy movies in there like Kindergarten Cop yeah. and Twins well, True Lies True we Lies did. which was a which was both yeah Right, because it was his friend James Cameron who knows how to write movies. Yes. Right. But that was a, we we recasted that in yeah. season one, season it's two, something like that. Yeah. So he uh, he knows how to do this stuff. Yes. And he has been very very prolific and very very good throughout his entire career. Even though he does make bad movies, Collateral Damage is a terrible movie. End of Days is a terrible <laughs> movie, but there doesn't stop them from making them fun. No. Right. And I think it's it's one of those things where you're like you get Schwarzenegger in there and you you know it's Schwarzenegger, mm-hmm. right? Like you look at this movie and you look at. Did you, did you ever see Escape Plan? No, that was, was with Stallone. Stallone. It was a Stallone movie. He it was apart from the Expendables, the only time they ever shared screen time together. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was the only movie you ever see him see Peak Austrian in. Mm. What? <laughs> so like, and that was in. 2013 like yeah so yeah yeah i just i think he's i mean yeah apparently he was on the epic rap battles of history as the terminator announcer on the terminator versus robocop rap he was actually on it yeah that's what it says right here what in 2015 i'm gonna look this up i have that song (laughs) but he also does like like, a lot of these things are like Terminator Genesis, the YouTube Chronicles. Yeah. Like, he does a lot of little stuff. Well, Iron, I mean, Iron Mask, that movie he did in 2019 yeah. with um, Jackie Chan. That Asian movie he did. Yeah. Uh. I mean, but he's 
I mean, he's Schwarzenegger, so he can re- he literally can do he what he wants. Yeah. So, yeah. Apparently he's in Kung Fury 2 as the president. Kung Fury? 2. Kung Fury 2. You never heard of Kung Fury? Why do I, I You have would heard love it. Kung Fury. Is that on... It's is, really stupid. Is that the one where they're like, we've, <laughs> we've gone to the Viking Age. Oh, that would explain <laughs> the laser raptors. Is that the one? I don't remember. Yes. Okay, yes. <laughs> I have seen that. It's like 30 minutes long or something yeah, yeah. on and he Netflix. Like, he like puts a skateboard under a cop car and like flips it up into the air. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Mm. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Legend of our era. So, I want to talk about this character. One of the worst governors of all time. <laughs> I want to talk about this character, Ben Richards. Okay. Because it didn't make sense to me that Arnold Schwarzenegger was just a helicopter pilot. <laughs> I'm sorry. He's in the military. This guy is jacked as shit, and he's just a helicopter pilot? Well, we talked about them. We did True Lies, too. He's like, well, I'm just a computer tech. Yeah. No, you are not. <laughs> you are clearly. Yeah. I definitely changed this to somebody that I was like, still physically fit and is going to do it, but it was not like, the like it's not The Rock. I did not go for The Rock. <laughs> we talked about that before. We talked yeah. about Yeah. Um, but the thing is, too, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger is a huge man. The Rock is a huge man. They have muscles upon muscles upon muscles. But they worked at but, having them. No, totally. They mm-hmm. worked super hard. But they're not the same type of muscles as you would need to be a helicopter pilot in the military. No. You're never going to go to Afghanistan. I guess they're not in Afghanistan anymore. Wherever the military is, the real military mm-hmm. is, and see now. people the size of Arnold Schwarzenegger. They're, they're all going to be fairly strong, yeah. but they're not going to be like that. That no, takes a lot of dedication like but that you don't necessarily... You're fun- going for size more no. than function. But funny enough, so... The guy I chose for Dynamo, Haffer, Hapward, Haffer, Julia, the, the, the mountain, mountain, is a strong man. Mm-hmm. Like, he's built as a strong man. 100%. Like, they aren't... Big muscles mean nothing. Yeah. Big muscles mean you have terrible stamina, and you can only lift I remember reading this shortly. article about a guy who won uh, Mr. Universe. Mm-hmm. And, like, he was talking about how he got winded vacuuming. Mm-hmm. Because he was all muscle and he couldn't use it properly. Because no. he was just there for looks. Yeah, they're just. Right? I remember them. Somebody was talking and they're like, and "No, not... you see big. You see big guys mm-hmm. that aren't muscles, but they're big. And they're like, they'll go into gyms and they can. They're fast. They hit hard. They like they got stamina built into them. Whereas these like muscle bound guys that just have them for show can't run." five miles yeah. and like this isn't to denigrate how much work they do oh no it, it, if it's you follow the rock on set. instagram like the dude mm-hmm. works like <laughs> it's just a different set yeah. of muscles you but work the thing on. is i would rather get hit by the rock in the face than hit by donnie yen oh yeah donnie yen would literally like, <laughs> he would be dead like the rock would maybe give you a concussion <laughs> but do you know what i mean or even jackie chan like, just Donnie Yen hitting you <laughs> repeatedly, like, within five seconds, yeah. you'd be like, holy shit. Yeah. 
But that's the thing, like, is there's always the conversation of um, like Bruce Lee and versus Muhammad Ali, and there, Bruce Lee was always like, well, Muhammad Ali would win because he would hit me once and, and, it would, and it'd be down. Yeah. But then you go, well, yeah, but you're way quicker than him, and you would be hitting him. Yeah. But you're not hitting a, him with as much force. Not a great comparison because Muhammad Ali was, was also super fast. Yeah, because he was a yeah. boxer. But then yeah. again, there you go. A boxer versus Mr. Yeah. Universe, the boxer is going to win. Yeah, exactly. But they're not built with giant muscles. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, MMA is all on that, right? Oh, yeah. Nobody in there is this massive. Size. They're not this size, no. No. So. So. Who's your Ben Richards? Okay. <laughs> because we talked. I'm gonna have to say I'm gonna have to sound this dude's name out. Mm-hmm. Yaya Abdul Mateen the second. You know him as Mantis from the Aquaman movie. Not Mantis. Black Manta. Yes. Um he was also in Us. He is in the new Candyman film, mm-hmm. which is unbelievably good, by the way. I downloaded it and it, watch it. It has it and he is so so good in it. He is an amazingly, amazingly talented actor. Mm-hmm. He is Morpheus in the new Matrix, the new Matrix movie, which looks which looks rad. <laughs> I really look forward um, to it. So, like, I know he can. He knows what to do, and like, the dude is ripped. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I I really do think he's good, and I really do think he's this. I, I hopefully, 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 an up and comer action mm-hmm. person because like the dude knows what he's doing. And again, as I said. Even though you, not everyone's into horror films, which I've, because I've been talking about horror films a lot, seeing as it's October, um, he, that movie, the scariest part in that movie isn't the horror, it's the racism. And it's so well done, and it's so not preachy. Because, mm-hmm. like, the, the whole point of the Candyman mythos is, is it's, it's, it's a black protector, right? He's a man protecting the community in which he lives, basically. At least that's what they, they go for. They go for it as. Uh, I mean, I'm going off of the original one with Tony Todd, which was more. But it, it's a similar mythos, right? Like, by the way, this movie's a sequel, not a reboot. Seriously, one hundred percent. I'm gonna have to watch. Yeah, this. you have to watch this movie. We didn't get that until halfway through the movie. We're like, holy shit, this movie's a sequel. But there's no Tony Todd in it. Yeah. Oh, does he show up? <laughs> oh God! I will say this: the one thing I always. Because I think last year when we did Halloween, I had Tony Todd and stuff. Because I was doing oh, yeah. horror people. You, I know how much you like Candyman as, a, as yeah. the original. Because Tony Todd in that one has a scene where he has bees in his mouth. And mm-hmm. it's actually him. Yeah. They had a guard to prevent them going down his mouth. But like, yeah. I was like, They didn't quite do that for this. There's a lot was... of CGBs. Yeah. Um, but no, he is, um, I'm not going to start trying to say his okay. name again. Yeah. Amazing. Your, your guy. Yeah. The second. Um, I went with Lewis Tan. Who played Cole in the yeah. Mortal Kombat movie? Because that's he's not a physically imposing guy, but he's built enough that he would be he's built like an MMA fighter. Yeah, and that's what they would be looking for. And he's yeah. not gonna. And you could kind of believe him to be a, a helicopter pilot. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Arnold. You just it don't, I got no belief. But yeah. But like, again, that doesn't necessarily have to be the backstory either. No, they could just be a ground unit going in and shooting people. Yeah. Like. So. And, and then I think I've talked about him before because he's been in a bunch of things. You've definitely we've, we've I've mentioned chosen him. him before because he was in a couple different shows. But I think he was he was also in Deadpool too. Yes, Shatterstar. 
Uh, he was in Wu Assassins, Into the Badlands. Um, what's the one I was thinking of? Yeah, he was the drunken master in Iron Fist. That was not a good fight because it was stupid Iron Fist But he fighting. was good. But he is good. Yeah. And I really, we, we did our drunken review of Mortal Kombat. Yeah. And, but uh, he was really good in it. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, so, Lewis Tan. Sounds good. It's Ben Richards. Lashana Lynch, by the way. I remembered her okay, name. Good. I got there on IMDb. Anyway. You didn't remember it. Shut you up. found her on IMDb. Shut up. No one even know <laughs> that. Okay, Chris, where can they find us? Uh, you can find us on Instagram, on Facebook, on yeah, um, any podcast providers, really. Um, Apple, Google Play, mm-hmm. um, all of those. Please have a look. Listen to our episodes and tell us what you think. Reach out to us and tell us what movies you'd like to do. Or if you'd like to recast your own movie, don't do it. No. <laughs> get out of our lane. <laughs> get, get out. This is ours. <laughs> We've been doing this for three years. <laughs> don't listen to our first two episodes. They're terrible. But listen to the ones after that. It's actually the first five. are pretty Shh, bad. Quiet. Um, but uh, no, come check us out. Um, we would yeah. love if, to hear from you guys. We like to hear from fans. Yeah. Or at least a fan. Uh, you can check me out on uh, Instagram as well as Etsy at the Canuck Comic Guy store. Mm-hmm. You can check out uh, Danielle at Fiona Beer on Instagram. She's posting a lot of stuff about pies and baked goods and occasionally pictures of the uh, loud baby you sometimes hear in the background. Mm-hmm. So if you ever want to know what that noise is, there she is. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's the start of our, our Richard Bachman <laughs> So, I think next week is it's actually Stephen King. Yeah, next week, uh, like as we said, this is the Stephen King month. Um, uh, Master of Horror, Stephen King. This was obviously a bit of a departure, but we wanted to start off but it's, with something fun and something stupid. It's still along the lines of it because it is about society cheering on a pretty much killing game show. Yeah, and like it also shows a different side um, to how he writes things. So it's not all True. horror. Like this was not a horror book. No. Um, like one of, obviously, Shawshank is one of the best movies that has ever been made. Um, something we'll probably end up recasting at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, but like that obviously isn't horror. No. Um, so, yeah. Like the dude, the way I always say it is, Stephen King is terrible at writing endings. He always goes a little bit too far with stuff. Um, a lot of explosions. But the one thing Stephen King knows how to write is people. Yeah, most and, his horror isn't about what's going on. It's about exactly. how we respond to it. Yeah, and you'll see that in future films that we do because we're going to get to some amazingly well-crafted films. So, mm-hmm. <sighs> Oh, well. That being said, from all of us here at Recasted, go watch Dead Zone. <laughs>